Is the Utah State game a trap game for BYU? Rivals has arrived. Welcome, welcome, welcome again to another episode of Rivals. Scott Mitchell here and Jason Buck over there. How are you, Jason? Doing great, buddy. Uh, Jason apparently is lost somewhere in Never Never Land, and he won't tell me where he is. He's like keeping it a secret, and and probably for good reason because I've been stalking him, and I won't leave him alone. And so he's trying to stay away from me. <laughs> I would not avoid you, man. I'm back. I'm back from Chicago. My my football season's over. I'm done coaching. Well, you're a crappy coach. I thought oh, they I thought they were going to win like the whole it thing. After my semifinal loss, terrible. All right, so um, you made a comment earlier about this being a trap game for BYU when they play Utah State this week. What what did you mean Absolutely. by that? Well, I think it's a trap game because you, BYU cannot afford to lose three years in a row. I mean, that'd just be devastating to lose to Utah State three years in a row. I mean, they've got it. They've got to do it just to keep the, you know, the respect to the program at this level. You know, they knocked off Boise State State last week, which was awesome for them. You know, a great win, but you know that's just one of those upsets. You've got to be able to beat Utah State and beat San Diego State to say you can play at the top of the you know a G5 conference, right? And come back after losing to Toledo and and South Florida. So they got to have it, but this is in-state. I mean, you beat Utah State, what, 20 straight years or some big number like that, and it was just – it's a program that wasn't independent, found their brain, got a conference, have been just getting better and better and better. We go independent, we start dropping, and all of a sudden we lose two years in a row to Utah all right, State. So, so how is this so, a trap game, though? Because I, I'm kind of confused. Well, it's a it's a trap here's, game. Here's let me let me explain what I think a trap game is. Okay. So to me, a trap game is one of those games that you overlook because you have a game the following week that's really important. So, for example, Utah played Cal okay. last week, and Cal wasn't really they weren't a bad team. They weren't, but they weren't a good team. And if you didn't kind of focus on them, they could beat you where Utah could have easily overlooked them and go, look, the game of our season is Washington the next week. So the trap game is that one right before are you con- before a big game. So are you concerned yeah. that, that, that Utah State's a trap game because they're playing Liberty next week? No, no. Oh. No, I was looking at it differently. I looked at that as, that as a, a trap game for their their season. I think their whole season rides on – which is sad, but it's rides on beating Utah State. So, so this is like uh, I, mean, I think coaches getting fired, deciding where they're getting fired. So you think this is one of the and, you think this is one of the most important games of their season? Then, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that's the way I was okay. looking at it. it. Not not as in they overlook Utah State, but as in an absolute half important to, games where they could really they could really trip up on they it, they right? got to win this game. Yeah, it's devastating to them to lose it three years in a row. I mean, I think for Kleine to keep his job, he's got to win this game. 
If he doesn't, he's on the bubble. He's on the bubble, certainly. Well, how? how if he doesn't. How is it then? Where that Utah State has surpassed? Is it BYU? Is it simply because of the conference affiliation? Are they doing a better job of recruiting? Is the administration the support? What what's what's really created an atmosphere where Utah State is better than BYU? Well, I'm sure all those things influence, right? I mean, the good coaching hire and the way the administration works, you know, and in hand in hand with the athletic department and the way that that all works and recruiting, those are all things. But I think recruiting is affected by being in a conference. I think you have an advantage in recruiting being in a conference versus being independent. Yeah, but it's BYU and people. It's BYU and people go to BYU because they want to go to BYU. I mean, there's a lot of people. It's there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah, it's the only thing that saves the program that keeps them where they are is the church card it gets athletes go you know to go there that would never normally go there right now because it's the one thing they do have that losing the losing the conference affiliation is a you know chink in the armor and they can't afford to have that you lose players that you normally wouldn't lose well i I think the Boise State was a bigger win, Jason. I, I think I think it had more I think it had more clout. I think it had more meaning. I think it goes much, much further in the long term uh staying power of Kalani Sataki and his coaching staff. I I don't I don't know I don't know that this unless they just have an absolute absolute super meltdown. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure that Kalani. I don't think Kalani loses this job. I really. Boise don't. State. Yeah, if they would have lost to Boise State and Utah State and San Diego State, Kalani could have definitely been gone. Yeah. Right. And Boise State absolutely is a great win. I don't think it is as important as Utah State because Jason, yeah, national Jason, Jason, just, Jason, hang bigger, on but, a second, Jason. Utah State hasn't done anything. Okay, they they haven't won their conference. Other than BYU the last. Well, two years, I understand right? that, but but Boise State has been Boise State was 14th ranked team in the country. Boise yeah. State is 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 going to win the Mountain West probably every year, or 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 at least be in contention to win it every year. I'm not sure that's where Utah State is. I, in fact, I think Utah State's a little bit down this year, and They're I think, a little bit down. Yeah. But with Gary Anderson, they'll be back. If he stays. Jason, here, here, no, you're, you're, no, that's, that's you're negative dancing. I'm yeah. not, I'm not denying that Boise State's the better program and the best program over there, but BYU has to recruit against Utah State within the state, and it's like the little sister, right? It in little in little Cache Valley, and it's more devastating to keep losing to your little sister that's just up the road. Versus losing to Boise State. Hey, they got good ice cream. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I mean, I understand State, what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. Great team, and it does Utah help. State, in, we it, can't lose to them. It does help Cannot in the. Lose to them. You're right. It does help in the recruiting. All right, we're going to take a yeah, break. Uh, I, I'm curious. BYU right now lost its starting quarterback, who they thought was pretty good, Zach Wilson. They've had Jaron Hall. They've had Baylor Romney. 
Baylor-Romney beat Boise State. Jaron yeah. Hall almost beat South Florida but got injured. And no one's saying who's going to be the starter. So how do you prepare for a starter? When we come back, I'm going to hear what uh, – or, or, or the potential of two starters. So when we come back, I want to, I want to hear what Jason has to say. How do, you, how do you deal with this situation from a defensive perspective? Okay, welcome back to the program here. Scott Mitchell and Jason Buck. This is Rivals, and we're talking about those old BYU Cougars and their ice cream rival, Utah State. Um, I'm really fascinated by one aspect of this game, and that is BYU has not named a starter. It, it appeared that Baylor Romney looked really good against Boise State. Seemed like maybe he'd be the favorite, but then Jaron Hall, a lot of folks say, Maybe a better athlete, maybe better overall long-term pick. Uh, really, really played well until he got hurt. Uh, runs a little bit more, uh, maybe just a little bit more ready. I don't know. I I was extremely press, impressed with Baylor Romney. But besides that, if you're a defensive coach or a player and you don't know who the starting quarterback's going to be for the other team, and and these two quarterbacks are very different. One's much of a not one is not much of a runner and the other one is so how do you how do you prepare when you don't know who's going to start yeah that does throw a little wrench in it because you've got a you only got one game film on hall right and right you got one game film on romney right and you're right one is clearly much more of a passer one is, is that is that hard though jason just having one one game film yeah, I don't like having just one game film on somebody to grab all my tendencies, but you know, you got to go with what you have. And I'd base it my game plan more overall on um on Grimes than the quarterback, meaning what's he like to do as an offensive coordinator and what's his tendencies. And All right, let me you, you let me it, throw another uh, wrench in that. Grimes isn't calling the plays. Yeah, they just, yeah. Aaron Rod- Aaron the- Roderick is calling the plays now. And that changes overnight. So you got what, one game with Roderick? <laughs> right? Right. So that so you got one game film to go off of and that's what I'd base my game plan on. I go I'm mean, going to do a couple get I do cuz you got Roderick. Okay. I mean, that's a completely different mind. You got to go on his tendencies what he's going to do. I can't imagine him not going with Romney. I think Romney, in the one game, if I'm going to take one game, one snapshot, he played better in that game than Zach Wilson's played all year. Romney looked really good in that in that game. I, I tend to agree with you. I, I liked him. Yep. I mean, he was, he, he was special, making good decisions, delivering a good ball. He, was, he might be what BYU's been looking for. I I don't know. He looked really good. He looked really good. I, I think for me, I would want to play Baylor Romney, and I'm I'm not I'm not asking you because I want to get I want to understand a little bit more of what you how you would plan for it. But here's why I just really quick here's why I'd, here's why I play him. I'd I'd want to find out. I want to find out if this is this an anomaly, or 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 is this kid for real. Because if exactly. it's if it's for real, then it kind of it might change some things you you do in the future about who you play and 
kind of what you have going forward. Uh, and I don't think you lose anything by playing Baylor Romney in against Utah State. I mean, to beat Boise State, it's not like this is a tougher opponent. It's not. But but playing two games, it would give you a – I think it would give you a much – Better understanding as a coach, you know what you what you really what you have or what you don't have. Oh, so, absolutely. So I want to get absolutely. Ba- I want to get back though to to how do you prepare if you don't know two guys? So you kind of look at historical tendencies of the coach, the coordinator, kind of more of yeah. And what 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 do you look for when you look at like what kind of tendencies you look for? Well, I want to see if I can make a player one dimensional, right? And make your offense okay. one-dimensional. Um, Taysom Hill, for example. So if you I mean, can just take, if you can just take, like, the, just say we're we're going to shut down the run. You, you, and, yeah. And then once we shut that down, then we'll, we'll we'll only have one thing to deal with, and that's just easier to contend with than multiple things. Multiple. So if he's an average passer and an awesome runner, you want to keep. You know, you want to load up your box more and play more zone coverage and keep them underneath you and just make them pick away at you and shut down the run and make an average thrower throw the ball more. Right. And that's, that's, and if he's a great thrower and a weak runner, you just want to take away that game, the passing game and make them run the ball more and take that great arm away from them. And when they're that, so the guy is more balanced hurt either way is much more difficult to deal with or a team that's got a much more balanced attack right yeah great running game and a great throwing quarterback and you know you can't just focus on one but if a team's really unbalanced it's it's easy to much easier to take that away from them do you know do you know what i would do if i'm a if i'm an offensive guy you want to hear what what i have to do with this yeah um I would look at your – so for me, tendencies are what do you do on first down? So I want to look at how often do you blitz, what kind of blitzes they are, and what coverages you play on first down. And then I'm going right. to design plays that are, have the highest percentage of succeeding against that information. So I'll take 10, yeah. play, I'll take 10 first down plays, and I'll say I've got to average – and I've got to average – uh, three to four yards on this play. Like, I I can't have this play get less than three yards. Yeah. Okay? And and for me, it's all about winning on first down. And then yeah. if if I can win on first down, then I have so much more I can do on second down against you to keep you off balance. So So winning first down is the first – is like priority one for me. And it's knowing yeah. – it's knowing – like I want my quarterback to feel like so confident in these plays I call on first down. So he knows them, he reads them, he's confident. Well, run or pass, I don't care. But right. um I I've got to have good yardage. Right. And then and then for me, then it becomes situational cuz second down essentially is like first down if you I'm going to run something similar to the first 10 plays on second down. Unless it's unless it's a, a unique situation. So for me, like second and really short. Uh yeah. I'm gonna say they're they're like when when am I gonna take a shot against you play? So second and short, I'm gonna I'm gonna 
I'm going to go for a big play against you. And then I go, then I break down third down by third and short, third and medium, third and long, and I look at your tendencies, what you do. And I design all of my plays based around what your tendencies are. So for me, I don't have tendencies. <laughs> I'm just I'm just reading what you do and I'm just playing off of off of what your tendencies are. Then I want to know what do you do the minute I cross the 50-yard line. And so there's there's critical there's critical times first and 10 starting a series when you cross the 50-yard line and when you get in the red zone. And and I want to know what what you're going to do uh, in those three scenarios, because typically what will happen is a defensive coordinator wants to put you at a loss when you start a drive and then all of a sudden you're moving and then you get past the 50-yard line. That coordinator does not want you to get in scoring territory, so they want to, you know, they they want something to stop you with a minimal gain. And and yeah. so often I'd get these coordinators that they just blitz you the first the first time you have a first down inside the 50-yard line, you're going to get blitzed. And and then and then the red zone, the red zone's different because they play different coverages and almost and this is just the NFL, but almost 100% of coverages in the red zone are are just one like it's almost automatic we play this every time. Yeah, yeah. And it's, so yeah, a lot of zero coverage, right? Or man press, or or you get you get the, quarters coverage down the red zone because because the field's shorter and and you want better run support from your safeties. And yeah, and so if I know, so those are the areas I look for. And then and then what am I going to do on short yardage? You know what I'll have, I'll have a certain set of plays on just you know short yardage stuff. But but a lot yeah. of short yardage is you know short. It's really goal line stuff, you know what you do yeah. on the goal line, whatever. And that's I mean, it. I mean honestly, if we get down in all the detail and nitty gritty of it, I mean that's very 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 similar to what I do on the defensive side. Okay. Like break down the entire game, down and distance tendencies, wide side, short side tendencies, formation tendencies. You know, and then you get all the way down into stances and splits and. Right. everything on the in there and you get you get the tendencies on down distance formation tendencies right what that coordinator likes to run against this type of defense da, da, da. and yeah i i'm not a guy that automatically blitzes i, I know you're I, you're right on the gonna cross the 50 but yeah. some guys I, do I some guys saying. don't yeah my my defense has definitely changed inside the 20 because like you said the field shortens and your coverages yep. have got to be different yep I hate I hate the I get nervous about the trick plays inside the red zone right which the in the in the quarterback draws and the things they like to run against you down in there but you know you're trying to it it is a uh, definitely a great strategic battle between the, the offensive and defensive minds Yeah it's interesting there. stuff well, it'll it'll be yeah. a it'll be a fun game for uh, BYU against Utah State. We'll see how they do. I think it'll be a really good football game. I think it's a good matchup, regardless of who Utah plays. Utah State is down this year, but I think it's a it's, it's going to be a good football game. I'll be surprised if it's a, a blowout one way or the other. All right. Well, this round of rivals is over. It's over. And I'm off to my corner. He's Jason Buck. I'm Scott Mitchell. We're powered by KSLSports.com. You can find us on Facebook at the Rivals Podcast. Twitter at The Rival Show. And until then, don't act like Jason. <laughs> yes.